This is a different kind of podcast. I'm a different kind of nurse and a different kind of doula. Hey there, my name is Ali McLean and I wanna welcome you to the Empowered Birth Podcast. My mission here is to encourage you to strive for the best birth experience possible. Knowing full well birth is unpredictable, but also knowing that you are powerful and you are able to make the best decisions for you. You're going to get information you won't hear in your basic childbirth education class, as well as stories of women and birth professionals who are stepping into their power and birthing their way. You're going to get all the information you need to confidently navigate your journey from pregnancy to postpartum. This podcast is for the woman who is wanting a natural childbirth, but feeling unsure in her ability to. She doesn't know her options and she's feeling overwhelmed, looking for a guide. Is this you? Then stick around. You're exactly where you should be. All right. Welcome back for another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. I am so excited to be back with you today, and I'm talking about something that is a huge passion of mine, and that is home birth. If you have been around for any amount of time, you know that that is not where my journey started. My journey started as a nurse and in a very medicalized belief system about birth and how it should be handled. Ended up in a C-section and with my second and my third, um, I had a home birth and I'm planning a home birth for December. Well, after talking to many women, I hear so often that they would love to have a home birth, but I hear a lot of buts when it comes to this. And I work out of the belief that many women, most women, would love to birth in an environment that feels safest to them. But because of our cultural belief system and just how birth operates in the United States, that many just don't believe that it is an option. So today I want to talk about what's holding you back. I really believe that there are six main reasons people choose not to have a home birth. So what one is holding you back or maybe has held you back in the past? These six, the first one I feel like is the absolute biggest. It's just the fear of the unknown. I mean, only 1% of women are birthing at home. So the community isn't very large. The resources aren't great. They're not prevalent. There just is so much unknown when it comes to birthing at home. Number two is it's culturally not acceptable. Again, only 1% of women are choosing this route. So as a culture, we are not quick to congratulate somebody on having a home birth or choosing that option. It more comes along with the fears and the what ifs. Number three is little to no access. I mean, the truth is because so little women are choosing this option, there's not a great need for midwives. I mean, there is a great need, but there is not a lot of access. There's not enough midwives to go around, at least in my area. Number four is no support system. Most of the time that comes from a partner who is not supportive or a family member or friends. You just don't have that support system to walk alongside of you in this decision. Number five is 
they feel like hospital birth is safer or it's not safe to birth at home or not safe to birth without a medical doctor. And I'll talk more about that, but I'll have some resources at the end to read into. There are many studies that have come out saying the otherwise. Number six, it's not seen as important. It's not seen as a priority. And I'll talk more about that as well. So first off, fear of the unknown. Many women, they don't know what to expect, right? When it comes to home birth, we just don't talk about it. (laughs) So many things I hear are, I mean, what does it look like? How do I even go about planning to have a home birth? Is it messy? Am I going to have to clean up a mess? Because who wants to do that? They take care of that in the hospital when they take care of that at home. Yes. (laughs) What do I need? What does the midwife do? What do they do in case of an emergency? How do I handle the pain? That is a big one. What happens if something happens? What does a transfer like? Do I have a doctor and a midwife? What is that co-care like? I mean, there's so many questions, so many unknowns that can feel super overwhelming. And especially if you had a home birth before, or if you don't know anybody who's had a home birth, walking this journey can be a difficult one. And trust me, I know I've been through it. I didn't really know anybody who had home birth before. So I really had to find a midwife on my own and kind of do my own research. And let me tell you, it is worth it. Many times the unknown is what the scariest part is about having the home birth. And this is where education comes in. Ask questions, lots of questions, <laughs> interview doulas and midwives, find that support team there, find a home birth community. So when you know better, you do better, right? And so that fear lessens when you have all of the information you need to make an informed decision, to make a decision that is best for you. So that education is so important when it comes to fear of the unknown. Now, when it it comes to culturally not being accepted, (laughs) it is hard. I will just say it is hard to go outside what normal is, what our culture is telling us is good and right. Again, so not a lot of women are choosing to home birth. So if you do choose to tell someone that you are home birthing your child, you most likely will be fielding a ton of questions and you can risk feeling like an outsider. People may question your motives and hearing all of the fearful things that others present to you as fact. Going outside the norm is when you know it is best for you and your family, when you know and are confident in that and you are brave and you step outside what that normal is. There's nothing like that that can empower you. I mean, if you're going to make one decision like that, you can make a whole bunch of countercultural decisions that aren't easy. Little to no access. So since home birth isn't widely accepted as normal, there is the reality of the lack of options and the lack of access. So although home birth is legal in all 50 states, some states more difficult to have a home birth due to all of the restrictions um, or different laws that are put in place. For example, 
in Nebraska, they have a law that makes it a felony for certified nurse midwives to attend. So that limits the access. It limits the options of a trained professional being at a woman's birth. Now, there are other midwives that do not have the title of certified nurse midwives that do attend. Um, But again, this just goes down to women are going to choose what they're going to choose. And are you going to limit access or are you going to give families the freedom to choose what they feel is right for their health and their baby's health? Um, This, the lack of access is a driving factor for women to choose unassisted births. And I see that happening in my community because there's not enough midwives because there are so many restrictions because women think that it is legal. They either choose not to home birth or they choose to free birth. And that is, they don't have that other option of having a support person there if they wanted that. Now, if I got a quarter for every time I heard, I would love a home birth, but my husband or partner wouldn't let me. (laughs) Oh, I would be a wealthy woman. I would for sure. But When the support isn't there, especially from those closest to you, um, many times women will choose to birth in a hospital, even if her greatest desire is to birth at home. And I hear so many times that when that happens, the woman regrets it later. And that just breaks my heart when a partner isn't supportive of home birth and expresses that. It's usually coming from a place of fear and a lack of education and even trust in their partner's intuition. Not always. And it is good to listen to the concerns because sometimes your partner is picking up on something that you are missing. For example, this is kind of on the opposite spectrum, but my husband had the intuition that I was going to have a C-section with my first. And you know, at that time, we were very newly married. We didn't really know how to trust each other's intuition at that point. He chose not to tell me about that feeling. And I did. I ended up with a C-section. So, I mean, sometimes your partner can pick up on something that you would never pick up on. And if that would have been told to me at the time, I can't guarantee I would have said anything or done anything different because I was pretty set in my ways back then. But it just goes to show you that sometimes your partner is picking up on something that you are missing out on and not always. And I lean towards trusting the woman and her body and she's the one growing the baby, but it is always good to talk and share concerns and share questions and have that open communication and trust. But one of the greatest lessons I have learned is to not make a decision out of fear. Fear controls. Fear is a powerful tool to control you, to control the masses, and I will not be controlled by fear. So that is always a good kind of like a check or question to ask yourself is, am I making this decision on either location or provider or intervention? Am I basing this decision on a fear that I'm having? Now, along with the fear of the unknown, there many times is a fear that home birth is unsafe. This is a very common fear uh, and one that every family choosing to home birth 
needs to work through and research on their own. There are many studies that have come out that in recent in recent years about the safety of home birth for both mom and baby. And I'll include those in the show notes. Make sure you click the link in the description, go to show notes, and you can look through those. Um, There are many, many resources out there about the safety of home birth and, and what to expect. So I'll just direct you to the show notes to look at those. Lastly, many women don't even consider it an option because they don't see the importance of physiological birth. Now, many say they can have a natural birth in the hospital, to which I say unmedicated, yes. But what's natural about being observed every hour? Um, Blood pressure taken, given fluids, IVs, being poked and prodded, constant monitoring. If that's not important to you or a priority, then it would make sense that you would choose to birth in a hospital. And if that's what you choose, that's totally fine. My goal is to help you match the expectations that you have with the decisions you're making. And I will tell you the very first intervention you'll ever have when having a hospital birth is leaving your home. So reasons for not having a home birth. Well, first off, you have to ask yourself, is this a priority for me? Uh, Or is this even like a strong desire? Because if not, (laughs) then this whole episode is not for you. I do have a three-step process that I take my clients through on birth planning sessions and in my in-person home birth doula support. And it really does help to clarify what you want and what uh, decisions you're making and to see if they match with the expectations you have. So if this is a priority, I would encourage you to dream. What do you think about? What do you dream about when you think about having a baby? Are you at home? Are you at the hospital? What is the biggest, most extravagant dream of your birth? And then decide, just decide. (laughs) And a lot of times that is a hard thing for people to do is make that decision, make that commitment. This is my plan, but it is a very important step education and empowerment. When you are educated, therefore you have less fear and you are more empowered because you know what you're talking about and you're confident in that. So there's so many resources out there, so many ways you can educate yourself about the physiological birth process and then follow through. And this has a lot to do with trusting your body, learning how to trust that process, respect the process, And really let go, (laughs) let go and release everything that you have learned um, and let your body take over. And that is harder to do for me, at least, and maybe not for everybody. But for me, it was much harder to let go and release to the process if I wouldn't have known what that process entailed. Like that education piece had to come before I could really surrender to the birthing process. So when it comes to the fear of the unknown, I mean, this reason is why. (laughs) It's why we educate. It's why we empower. I think one of the most helpful things that my husband and I ever did when we were considering having a home birth was to write down a list of questions and interview the midwives. Now, I had decided about two weeks after my 
first birth after my C-section that I was going to have a home birth. (laughs) So I had started educating myself. I had really connected with different resources and with a home birth community online. That was really helpful for me. But my husband, he hadn't educated himself. So this list of questions, he actually wrote down and then we interviewed a midwife and it was super helpful. You can actually get a free download of 15 questions to ask your home birth midwife. Make sure you click the link to get that download in the description box and that will be sent straight to your email. Now, when it comes to culturally not being accepted (laughs) along, it's so hard to go outside what normal is, but this is where we need to get brave right? We need to leave the, everyone has to like me and agree with me totally behind. That is not going to serve anybody well. That type of mindset is only going to hold you back from what we are capable of. And if we're planning on pleasing the culture and going with the flow, what could we be missing out on? If that's the sole motivation for you, if this is the sole reason you're choosing not to home birth, or if this is holding you back, I would encourage you to look more into the reasons home birth is beneficial for baby and mommy. Again, education. And through that, you will be empowered to stand up to a culture that doesn't believe home birth is the right option. Now, when it comes to lack of options, this one is a little bit more difficult to work around. Now, if there is little to no access then some other options you have is to find someone who's had a baby before to support you emotionally and with the basic needs that you have when you go into birth, or you can go unassisted. And this is a highly personal decision for each woman. And if this is something you're considering, I would highly encourage you to check out Free Birth Society. They have a lot of information on how to plan and prepare for a free birth. They have a podcast that shares stories of women free birthing. So you can find more out there. The lack of options is really a terrible thing. Like we shouldn't have a lack of home birth options because that, I mean, this is a women's right issue. If we're choosing to birth at home, we should be able to have who we want attend our birth. So it is a very sad thing that we have to work around, but hopefully that will change in the coming years when more women start talking about their home birth experience and we start getting brave and making decisions that don't always match with what the culture is telling us to do. Now, when it comes to the reason of your partner doesn't want to, this is where having a conversation comes in. Again, this was a big one for my husband and I. He was very fearful. And you can actually hear our conversation on episode 27. Go check that out. I loved having an interview with him. I sat down and talked about how it was my desire to home birth. I had a list of reasons I wanted to do this. And, you know, I had to be sensitive to knowing that, yes, I experienced a lot of trauma with my first. It was a very traumatic birth and a very traumatic postpartum, but he also experienced trauma at the hospital as well. So, I mean, this is something that I just had to be aware of. And I showed him some facts about home birth. I did some education, but this is where he wrote down that list of all his concerns and questions and what ifs. And we kind of talked through my previous birth experience. We 
then had a consult with a home birth midwife. All of these questions were answered and he was good with the answers. So we came together, talked about the decision, and I knew that he had all of the answers he needed and that open communication was really the best bet. So I also knew that he trusted me. He was nervous. And you guys, he was nervous up until the baby was born. That's just the reality. When (laughs) you're not the one birthing, you may have some of that or your partner may have some of that fear, but it was such an amazing experience. And honestly, it grew us together emotionally and spiritually more than goodness. I think anything ever has. So home birth is super powerful for um, bonding a couple. Now the safety of home birth, this is one that's always brought up. There's many misconceptions and false beliefs out there about what home birth is. And yeah, there is a ton of information out there supporting the benefits of breathing at home, especially for low-risk moms. So make sure you check out the show notes and read more studies. But this is where beliefs are challenged. And this is something where I had to be okay with my decision And education, yes, was super important, but I started asking myself some deeper questions and figuring out some core beliefs that I had had when it came to birth. So what does safety mean? What is safe? Is life safe? (laughs) That's a good question. Can we control birth? I know we like to give the semblance that we are, that we can control outcomes. Is that true? I don't know. Do benefits outweigh the risks? What determines or who determines what high risk is? These are all questions that you have to ask yourself. You have to really assess those core beliefs that you have about birth and you have about what safety is. I mean, Many times people think that they can control the outcome of birth. And yet, do we really have any control? And this is such a hard thing to approach. But like, death is a part of life. And I operate out of the belief system that I can make the best decisions and I can align with my values and I can pray and I can walk in that belief system, but I have less control over certain outcomes than I want to think that I do. So this is just something where you're going to have to really dig in and do some research, but also assess those core beliefs. So again, check out the show notes, read some studies that I've put in there. There's some more resources on books to read. So hopefully that is helpful for you. Physiological birth. It's important. It really is. It's important for the overall health and the future bond of mom and baby. It may be important, but is it a priority? And it's not always for some women. And I'm not going to sit here behind my mic and tell you it should be a priority for all women. I can't do that. (laughs) But I do think that it is something that we probably need to start educating our young women about. I mean, when we're exposed to what normal is, fear is reduced. This is where cultural change starts happening. When we are grown up and we just see birth as a normal 
physiological process, so much of that fear goes away. And when we are presented with all of the options, we can make an informed decision right now. We are not being presented with all of our options. The only options women are ever presented with, unless you are in a small 1%, is a hospital. That's just what you do. You have an option to have an OB or a midwife. And again, that's another cultural thing where so many people think that doctors are the only ones who should be delivering babies. This just goes back to core beliefs. This goes back to our cultural narrative. What are we going to choose to believe when it comes to birth? This is a major reason why I have my girls attend birth. It's not just for me. (laughs) I loved having my oldest there and I'm planning on having my youngest at this birth coming up. But I want to set them up to know and to trust their bodies to trust this process. It is a beautiful transformative process. And if they are not exposed to what that is, who knows what narrative they're going to believe. So I want to present all of their options. And, you know, if in the future they choose to birth in a hospital, I'll know you have all the options. You have all the information you need to make an informed decision. And that's the decision you're making. And I will stand by that. But my main concern is that we are not being presented with all of our options. And so physiological birth is important and it's not happening at the rate that it should. And you can see the statistics in the United States. We have a very high maternal mortality rate. That's not okay. It's just not okay. Now, it's up to you, sister, to assess for yourself. One, is physiological birth a priority for you? Two, if you're willing to step into a system that has their own agenda for your birth, or if you're going to walk outside of a system and have your own agenda for birth. Or three, and three, if the reasons that are holding you back right now, if one of these six reasons are holding you back, is it valid or not? No, this isn't something anyone can make a decision for you. My whole goal here, again, is to bring clarity. So you can go forth. You can make a decision that best suits you. I'm here to present that information to you. And I do know there are so many women out there who want to have a home birth. They're just having a hold back. And so if this is you, if you're still feeling confused, on if this is an option or not, then schedule a birth planning session with me. We can walk through specific fears, uh, direct you to educational resources and other ways to prepare your mind and your body for your upcoming birth. We can even assess different holdbacks that you're having. If, if one of these six are really holding you back, um, let's talk about it. You can reserve your spot now by going to bit.ly slash birth prep session, signing right up there on the site. I'm excited to chat with you. This is something I'm so passionate about walking alongside of women and helping them make empowered choices. You can also connect with me by sending me a DM on Instagram at empowered birth podcast. If you like today's episode, would you please send it to someone that you think that this may help or leave a rating and review that would help tremendously spread this message of empowered birth. See you next time and stay empowered.
thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. I'm so excited to have you a part of the movement. And if you haven't joined our private Facebook tribe yet, go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered mamas tribe. We would love to have you there and a part of our community. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. Thank you.